Welcome to Lessons from the Trenches. My name is Brad Cook, and I'm your host. I'm on a mission to talk with as many people as I can. I believe there are powerful and meaningful lessons from those in the trenches. Thank you for joining me on this journey as we talk with people from all types of businesses and in every role. So if you're ready, let's get into the trenches. Well, welcome everyone. Uh, My name is Brad and I'm your host of Lessons from the Trenches. Today is my pleasure to have Paige Briggs on the show and she's with Rely Title. And hopefully today we get to learn a little bit more about the dirty little secrets of title insurance stuff. (laughs) It'll be a great conversation. Paige, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Brad, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. So before we get started into the the nitty gritty, I'd love to just kind of take a step back and um, maybe you can just share a few minutes uh, about your history, your backstory. Were you always from Birmingham? Where did you grow up? Maybe you can just share a few minutes about your history, your backstory. Were you always from Birmingham? Where did you grow up? Sure, I'll give you the um, overview. I'm from Anniston, Alabama, which is in between Birmingham and Atlanta. It's every one Starbucks stop on the way to Atlanta, typically. (laughs) And it's a small little town. I went to college at Jacksonville State University, about 15 minutes from my um, home where I grew up and studied elementary education. Got my degree, taught for a year in Anniston, then moved to Birmingham in 2002 and taught elementary school for 16 years at Briarwood Christian School. It was lots of fun, but (sighs) I decided to try something different and am blessed to have been selected to work at Rely Title in closing. I have a huge, huge amount of respect for for teachers. And I think I I told you that when I first met you, it's just, especially third grade. I mean, boy, third graders could be little mean people. They are really, really sweet most of the time. Some of them can be people for sure. But what I loved about third grade is they were right in the middle of being independent, but still wanting to please, not having the attitude so much yet, and um, just fun to interact with. It was Mm. fun until it wasn't. (laughs) Then it was different. As is everything, right? It's fun until it's not. So what drove you to become a teacher? Like out of all the things you could have chosen, were your, were your parents teachers or what was the calling there? Um, I honestly, I've wanted to be an attorney for years and thought that would be the path that I would go on. And then my church needed some Sunday school teachers for younger children and somehow got suckered into that and fell in love with the little little ones mm. and felt like it was a gift that I had to be able to reach them and make an impact and felt like I was really making a difference. And that's when in talking with my parents felt like that was a, a good path for me to go down. Oh, that's awesome. You know, you, you saw something and you went towards it and you spent a lot of time in there and you kind of checked that box yeah. and moved Absolutely. on. So as a youngster, did you have any particular hobbies? It was was there anything that Paige did when she wasn't in school? I loved being outdoors. I loved going on vacations with my family. 
um, my parents live on a larger piece of property, I guess larger. It's not that huge. It's a little over an acre, but uh, it had a lot of woods surrounding it. We spent a lot of time in the woods, um, climbing trees. You know, I was a big tomboy as a kid. My brother and I just lived in the woods, basically. So I, I still enjoy hiking today as a result of that. And I played volleyball. I made nice. jewelry. I painted. I, I just enjoyed being creative, even though I'm not overly gifted at it. <laughs> a good outlet for me. So I still enjoy that today. You reach a point where teaching isn't necessarily fulfilling anymore. I'm, and those are my words, not yours. Correct me if that's said wrong. But well, I, I'll tell you this, if I may interject. Yeah. It was more out. I didn't want to be that teacher that didn't want to be there. My brother had a teacher like that in school, and it really impacted his love of learning and his school experience from that point in fifth grade when he had that teacher. So, you know, through his, his whole school career. And I didn't want to be that person mm. that made children not love learning. And I felt like I was getting to that point. And it, right. Oh, that's, God. I, I think every teacher in my history was that gnarly person that didn't want to be there anymore, but was there because of tenure. Right. So thank you. Thank you for realizing that. Yeah. So once you made that determination, um, how'd you get into title? Um, from teacher to title, right? That's a big bridge. There was an in-between point. So title wasn't my first step out of the classroom. So once I decided that I was not going to teach and I didn't sign my contract. I just I took a step in faith and started throwing resumes at anything that looked interesting to me or that my skill set would match. And I took a job with a marketing company. It was a company owned by a parent of a child that I had taught previously. So I had already built a rapport with them and it was a good opportunity. So I accepted a sales position with that marketing company. And um, they did print marketing and promotional products and things like that. So it was a good bridge into the business world. And in that got in a B&I group. And in that B&I group was a girl from Rewai. And she and I became fast friends. We were in Bible studies together. She's actually the person that introduced me to my husband. And then oh. six months later, encouraged me to come on board at Rewai. So her name is Natalie Pippen, and she's an amazing person. One of my most favorite people, and obviously a work, a bit of gratitude for lots of things. But um, right. that, that was my opportunity to yeah. meet with go at Rely, and it's been amazing. Shout out to Natalie. Yes. <laughs> so coming to work for Rely, how big of a transition was that? Were your eyes kind of, oh my gosh, what did I do? I was very, very overwhelmed because I didn't know what title insurance was. <laughs> and I knew I had it. I owned a home, but I didn't mm -hmm. really know what it was for and why I needed it. Knew nothing. So, yes, it was very overwhelming. There was a lot of terminology, a lot of acronyms. I had no idea what they meant. <laughs> it's amazing how much you learn. And I've been there almost three years now. And wow. myself talking, I'm like, well, I really do know things. <laughs> so, a lot more I can learn about, but wow! So for anybody that hasn't met Paige, you would never know that she has not spent her life 
in sales, uh, out and about talking to people and, uh, finding ways to serve other people. She just, she's just a natural. So. So in your career page at any point when you were a teacher or were you in, uh, marketing and now at a title at rely, have you had a mentor is, is someone filled a kind of a teacher role? mentor role for you? Definitely. Um, my dad would be one of those. He could sell ice cubes to Eskimos and <laughs> loves people and is so good at connecting with people and watching him. It used to be so annoying. We'd go places and everybody would stop to talk to him or shake his hand or whatever. Like you should just run for mayor or something. This is annoying. <laughs> you go to dinner and you don't know everybody. That that truly did resonate with me that people wanted to speak to him because he had proven himself to be a man of character. And mm. I, he and I have a lot in common as far as being social. So I think I've, I've watched him and learned a lot over the years. But also our sales manager, Jessica Harbin at Rely has just been, she's been in the business over 25 years and her experience is so vast and she has just really poured into the sales reps to help us know how to grow our business as well. And she's a visionary and so creative and I've learned so much from her. So surrounded by people. To and it sounds like, you know, your dad's made such a great impact on you. And then, um, you know, technically within your industry, you've got some good folks around you at Rely. So that's, mm -hmm. that's great to hear. Um, what do you like best about what you do right now? You kind of touched on it a little bit, just connecting with people. I love building relationships and um, really being a resource, hopefully resonating. My, what my heart is resonates with people, and I want to be trustworthy and mm. genuine and authentic. So having the opportunity to really get to be myself and be social throughout the day, whereas in the classroom, I just felt kind of boxed in a little bit. Right. This has really been such a great fit for me because that is the desire of my heart is to serve others and serve them well. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. Doesn't mean I have a <laughs> by any means, but um, I do get to walk in my passion every day. Well, that's what gets you out of bed, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This past two years, or actually ever since you've started with Rely, like you... Three years ago it was just beginning, just before the pandemic, and then the pandemic. How how has the last couple of years been in the title weird. business? It's really weird. I mean, business has been crazy because I think everyone was trapped in their homes and they realized that they didn't enjoy their home anymore, and so right decided to sell and buy. And it's it's been crazy in our industry, even though I'm. Mean, and across the country, we're having an inventory shortage. But um, all the all things considered, our business has been booming. But it's been strange because it's definitely taken a different turn or a pivot, as we say, to um, marketing in a different direction. So a lot of social media things, a lot of um, one one on one conversations. Whereas before, we were going in offices and providing education and events all the time. So it's been different, it's been very different, but I think it's been more meaningful. We've all gotten to really be in touch with our people and mm. 
taken more effort, but it's been, um, it's really been meaningful. So your customer, your client is, is it the realtor or is it the homeowner? It's the realtor typically. Now, if the homeowner has an opinion and knows someone within the title industry, then of course they have that option to choose. But most of the time the agent drives that ship. So okay. we're getting with the agent and building relationship and telling them how our company can best serve them and hoping to gain their trust in their business. Gotcha. Yeah. But maybe you could just for the, the, the folks that might be listening that haven't purchased a home or have and really like probably my, me and my first home didn't pay much attention to all the papers I was signing. Sure. Um, but what ultimately is title insurance and why is it so important? Well, title insurance insures the property and property has a history. So um, whatever that history is on that property, any past owners, any judgments or liens that could possibly pop up against those past owners, your title insurance policy protects you from being responsible for those things. So if the house that I'm in right now, there wasn't a clear transfer of ownership at some point, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden a contractor comes knocking on my door, hey, I put the roof on, you owe me money. Is, is that kind of what title insurance? Yes, it is. Then you would... Go through your closing papers and find out who did your closing. You pull that person and they would put you in touch with the title insurance company that was the underwriter on your title policy and be able to file a claim. Gotcha. What's the craziest thing? Have you seen title insurance that's kind of, I don't want to say going wrong because it's not designed that way to go wrong, but what is the, have you heard any stories about Oh, I've had several situations that have been very interesting. I've had um, people who had not filed deeds properly, and there would be a break in the title chain, as we say. So you go back and you do a search 30 years or, or further back, and if there's ever any improper transfer of ownership, then that's what we call a break in the chain of title, and that does have to be corrected in order to properly transfer to the next owner. We do have to track down people. We have to find heirs of people who have been deceased. A lot of that has been challenging, but um, our team is amazing. We have underwriters with 35 plus years experience that know exactly who to contact and how to go through the, the steps of getting those things rectified. Human mm. error opening. So <laughs> that's why we tell our agents, please check those title commitments so carefully to make sure all the details are correct and the personal ID is the right one for that particular piece of property so that we're transferring the right piece of property and having extra eyes on that to, to verify is always helpful. So Paige, can you share with me a time that things haven't gone well, that you've tried to do something and it didn't go well? And you call it a failure, you can call it uh, falling short, but I, I'm interested to hear what you're comfortable sharing with that and then kind of what happened next. Sure. Well, um, 
this is not a fabulous example, and I'm sure that I could come up with much <laughs> more thorough. I have put a couple of orders in, or so I thought I did, and the order went to my drafts folder in my email rather than to the order desk where everything gets submitted and entered. And somehow I did not realize that that had happened until a couple of days before closing. And we're all panicking, freaking out, like, oh, this hasn't been done. And oh my, I just feel mortified because in my mind, check that off the list. And there it was in my drafts folder. And then, you know, mm. my team, please put this at the top <laughs> of the stack and let's get this done. And they have every time. No one has ever had to know that that page dropped the ball. And because my team is that good. They're just so quick and efficient at turning around those things. So, um, yes, that's happened. I wish I could say it was just once, but it's happened a couple of times. Well, I'm sure it's it's not isolated to you because it's it's human. I can't tell you how many emails I thought I sent or worse. I thought I was forwarding a response and I was replying to a response. And yeah. I've done that before too. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, if you had a room full of new prospective home buyers, right? What, what would, what advice would you give them as they're beginning their search for their forever home? That they would work with an agent who is so very skilled in knowing every step of the process. A lot of people that think they can save a little bit of money by doing for sale by owner or buying through an individual and being their own representative, it usually turns into a big nightmare because the agent understands the whole process. So working with a skilled agent is so imperative. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's nothing more enjoyable than watching a successful uh, transaction. Someone selling their home and feeling good about uh, having the next buyer come in and give it all the love and joy that they had in the home. But at the same time, uh, to see when that goes bad is just painful, right? So yeah. I think your point is working with good professionals, good realtors uh, who work closely with good title insurance companies um, really gives you the best chance to have that good experience. Absolutely. And my favorite day is closing day. Getting to be in a closing room is, uh, the energy is so great. So I heard you talk about the other day, something that you like to do, speaking of closings, and you offer to some of your realtor clients who get to offer it to their homeowners or home buyers. Um, maybe you share a little bit about what that special thing is you like to do. Yes. Um, we do customized closings at Rely, and it's not something just specific to agents that work with me. Across the board, we offer complimentary champagne toast at closing if the agent requests it when they place the order with us. So I get to be there to help facilitate those things, but say there are people who don't enjoy champagne, then um, I will do something different. I do customized cookies or charcuterie trays, um, done brunch closings before. I love to just make things special. Hospitality is kind of at the heart of what I enjoy also. So that's, uh, that's something I get to do on closing days from time to time. And I love it. 
Are you cooking the cookies? I'm not usually. Oh. <laughs> People that do that. But he wants to see me try to decorate a cookie. I was going to say, that's that, That's how you lose a customer quick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> when it, you want it to look like a child did it, then I'll handle it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, if you could go back to your 25-year-old self what, and look at her, what would you tell her? Girl, you're just getting started. At 25, I went through a pretty traumatic divorce, and I felt like my life was over. And it's amazing mm -hmm. how the Lord has just redeemed those years over time. And things have just gotten so much better. I've known myself better and I've gotten to really play into my gifts and doors have been opened. And it's, it's just been a, it's been a fun ride for sure. So at 25, it, it looked dark. Yes. Right. No, no light. And you would tell yourself there's light. It's coming. You, you just, you just got to keep yes. moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Is, is there a particular skill set that's important, um, for someone that might be thinking about getting into title insurance? You know, what, what types of things are going to, are going to be helpful to people that want to get into that business? Well, in the sales aspect of it, I've got to be ready to pivot, ready to change things may be needed to help iron out a situation or save a closing. If one of the aspects have, um, have proved to have some sort of difficulty attached, we are, we pivot with whatever the situation is. So I may have appointments for the day, but I'm needed in the closing room or I, I need to go to the office for an, a meeting. Just be ready to plan, plan, plan and schedule, but also be flexible. Yeah, you just have to do everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what do you see next for you? You're really at the infancy of your career, this career rather, right? Three years in, um, you are really doing well. You're doing a bang up job. Uh, the realtors that I have talked to that have worked with you, some of which are in, in our group, I should probably say that's how Paige and I met one another. We're in the same networking group. So clearly you do a wonderful job. Do you have any goals, uh, aspirations in and around the, the business world? Do you just want to keep plugging along? Do you, I what do you want to do? Grow my business and mm -hmm. um, create some more avenues of, of resources for referrals that I haven't really tapped into, such as investors and, um, Thanking. We also do commercials, so I'd like to to oh good just tiptoe into commercial right. a little bit and learn more about that process. It's a little different than the residential world, but um, really my goals are to be consistent and um, they hand over a transaction to me that they know it's going to be handled well. And um, I always have room for improvement in that regard. So we keep sharpening and be. Mm -hmm that I can be. Right. All right. So if there's any investors and bankers that uh, might stumble across this podcast. Builders. Builders. Yeah. Start with dirt, right? Get to yes. know the people that did work with the dirt. And yeah. uh, I'll put this in the show notes, but maybe you could just say real quick, what's the best way for people to contact you? Typically an email is great. 
My email address is pbriggs, B-R-I-G-G-S, at rely, R-E-L-I, dot U-S. Also, my cell phone number is 205-541-9231. And I'd be happy to talk with anyone about the title process and the closing aspect as well. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, Paige, thank you for taking some time today and um, and sharing a little bit about your backstory. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you for joining us today. And a huge special thank you to our guest, Paige Briggs from Relay Title. If you know of anyone that would make a great guest on this show, please reach out at booking at trenches.live. Until next time, have a great week. And remember, win the day. Take care.